Hey Dom, it's great to see you man, but it's really cold in here, what's going on? Hey Trevor, yeah, I'm really feeling the cold, I guess it's on account of having very few clothes on. Oh wow, I just noticed, you're not wearing a t-shirt at the moment. You did notice, yeah, oh, wow. good spot. I can't believe I'm not wearing a t-shirt either, that's hey, really bad form. Yeah. Hey Akosh, can you believe me and Dom aren't wearing t-shirts? What what can we do about this? Yeah, it's guys, it's heavy. Um, uh, website is core name is uh, Last Exit to Nowhere. Last Exit to Nowhere. Yeah, it's uh, it's selling T-shirts. It's films and TV inspired T-shirts. Great, I love films. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and um, it's have lots of logos and um, um, I don't know. Sounds amazing. <laughs> what? Yeah, I love wearing logo branded stuff on my chest all of the time. I'm really happy to yeah, promote it, loads it is, of stuff. All this came from one of his famous movies. Let's have a big list. You can check it. <laughs> I think one of my favourite movies might be Groundhog Day. Have you yeah. got anything with a Punxsutawney phrase yes. on it? Yes, of course. Punxsutawney film. Wow, I would literally pay up to £25 for one of those. Yeah, I think I'd be able to pay £25 for that straight from my credit card. What website should I go to? Uh, last, last exit to nowhere.com. Last exit to nowhere.com. I really have to write that down. Wow, good call, Akosh. Do you, do you think they're going to do medium sizes, extra large sizes, men's and women's sizes? Yes, of course. <laughs> Although, to be honest, right now we need the men's sizes. Yeah, that would probably help because I think the women's sizes chafe around the arms just a little bit. Yeah, they're really itchy. So, that website again is www.lastexit to nowhere, spelled L A S T E X I T T O N O W H E R E dot com. That sounds amazing. They've got a shop, they've got a news section, they've got an about us section, they've got a gallery, they've even got films. That is amazing. So what do you think we should buy there then, Dom? Do you know what? I think I'm going to go for something Blade Runner related. Okay. And how much would a Blade Runner t-shirt cost, do you think? I reckon about 25 quid, Akosh. Yeah, or on that. Yeah, 20, 20, 20 grand. I'm 20 looking... grand? Wow. I'm looking at the... 20... They must have 20 grand's worth of stock, because I'm looking at their site now. They've got regular t-shirts, fitted t-shirts, baseball shirts, hoods and sweats, ladies t-shirts, kids t-shirts... Caps and beanies, canvas prints, posters, badges, stickers, patches, wristbands, mugs, green cards. The list goes on and on. I don't yeah, even think I can does. say anything more else I'll run out of breath. I, w I wouldn't if I were you. But I'm yeah, <laughs> Akosh was saying £20, not £20, grand, just to clarify. Because yeah, I nearly had yeah, a little yeah, heart sorry, attack Because you can pay that in English money. So, yeah. for the website again, so, so we can stop being half naked in the street because we could get arrested. That's www.lastexit2nowhere.com. Thanks, Akosh. Welcome, guys. Hello, and welcome to Geek Sweat. My name's Trevor Jones. I am your host today. You are being controlled by MKH Inc., otherwise known as Malachi Howe. We have guest hosts on presenters today, Dominic Stinton and hey Akosh Bolf. Hey guys. Uh, today we are going to be trying to do a film review, or I'm going to try my best anyway. Uh, we're going to be looking at the TV series on Netflix called Marin. Uh, Marin is a show that came out in 2013 
and it features uh, a young man who's now 54 years old called Mark Marin. Uh, I've been watching this fruit show through online streaming. It's a self-titled series based on the lifestyle of a stand-up comedian who became a podcaster. Mark Marin might not be a household name to most uh, casual comedy fans, but among his United States peers, he's considered to be one of the best in the business. Since 2009, his podcast, WTF with Mark Marin, is where he conducts in-depth interviews with celebrities and fellow comics such as Conan O'Brien, Louis C.K., Robin Williams, Anthony Bourdain, Judd Apatow and Ben Stiller. This premiered in 2009 and has grown to an average of close to 3 million downloads per month. However, in Marin, the TV series, the funny man stars as a fictional version of himself, so you need to think Curb Your Enthusiasm, as a cat-loving podcaster who, when he's not welcoming a panel of guest stars to entertain his online audience, he struggles to maintain his relationships apart from his work. Also starring in this show, Judd Hirsch is his father, Maura Zahetna as his girlfriend and Andy Kindler as his loyal friend and Josh Brenner as his assistant. Here's a clip from the trailer. So we'll put the insert in there. Okay, so um, I've been watching this show uh, for the best part of uh, probably two months now and I kind of found out about it over Christmas because uh, it became a Netflix suggestion. But um, I am interested in black comedy and dark comedy, but this guy, Mark Maron, he seems to specialise a lot in self-deprecation, cringe comedy, satire, and observational witticisms. And it's a little bit like... Um, it's almost like watching uh, an episodes of The Office, but this guy is not a fictional character. He's actually putting himself out there on the front line, and I think it's a really good watch. It looks like a little bit in uh, kind of Woody Allen uh, things inspired to Woody Allen. Well, of this. well, Mark Maron is Jewish, as I understand, <laughs> and um, he has had a long history of stand-up like Woody Allen, and he was uh, born in uh, New Jersey, so he's a bit of a New Yorker himself. So, yeah, there, there are those kind of parallels. So I think if you're interested in Woody Allen comedies, um, this would be good to see the bite-sized portions as a series. Okay, so I watched the trailer to make notes. Mm. I made one note. What's that? Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, um, I think, a pinnacle of awkward comedy, and I'm not sure if that's uh, people are going off that at the moment, but I think this is awkward in a good way because he really pushes the button on a lot of uh, personal uh, aspects of trying to be an artist, trying to be creative, getting into relationships, um, obviously being twice divorced, and um, or, and also the nature of, and basis of his friendships as well are very uh, Fred Bear, and they get exposed for the real reason he stays in his relationships with other people. So, in other words, it could be quite uncomfortable or even depressing if it wasn't funny do you know what I think I think Mark Maron touches these buttons on purpose because he wants to show that depression is a part of life and being awkward is a part of life and being uncomfortable is a part of life and I think what he's done is very interesting because the way he does his podcast is this kind of um, Jerry Springer show kind of outro where he kind of talks back 
to his podcast audience at the end of each episode um, about what he's learned from each episode. But obviously, it, that's him talking back to the audience to kind of summarise um, how he's changed. So his character arc is evolving all of the time, even though he knows what his flaws are. I mean, he seems to be a very um, neurotic character, but he somehow becomes lovable because he's self-aware in a very uh, humbling, self-deprecating and almost amenable way, you know? I think it becomes more uncomfortable the older you get. I was watching that thinking, shit, this is like a guide about how not to end up <laughs> a few years down the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the, the guy is obviously in his uh, late 40s when he did the episode. He's 54 now. But I think this is um, an interesting insight into mid becoming getting older, midlife crisis and feelings of morbidity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go on, go on, yeah, the same story about the Annie Hall. Okay. I think because there was a Annie Hall condensed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, there is, like I said, there's a lot of parallels with Woody Allen. Uh, this guy, I think, he's been on the circuit for 20 years, and he's met all of the the late and great comedians. And I think if you do watch the episode and you're into comedy, you'll get a chance to see characters like um, Louis C.K., Bill Burr. Adam Goldberg, um, Aubrey Plaza, Sarah Silverman. So it's not just a guy fest. Um, there's an amazing cameo appearance as Eric Stoltz playing an alternate uh, kind of feature films director. So some of these famous comedians, which you know and love, they appear as themselves, but there's, there's some people coming in playing characters as well. I think the, the series, because uh, I watched the first three mm. series, I think he's not allowed, to, he's not scared to touch on on everyday... Uh, the, mun because, the mundane. Yeah, the mundane, because he, he, he admittedly is a stand-up that's been around for 20 years, yeah. but he still lives in a normal neighbourhood. Mm. He's got three cats. He doesn't have any children. He's grounded. He's extremely grounded grounded that in one of the episodes um <laughs> he he um he tracks down a troll oh yeah and um <laughs> it's the most it's the funniest interaction because i think celebrities have in their mind what they would do when they finally meet a person that's been trolling them on the internet just slagging them off yeah online. slagging yeah. them off and um it, yeah the interaction did not go in in, in, in mark's favor <laughs> whatsoever and it turned out that um, his friend <laughs> yeah. actually um, actually was actually liked more by the trolls for being a comedian than, than Mark Marion himself. Mm. There was also an episode where he touches on, like you mentioned that um, he has all these famous comedians on his um, his podcast. Which I'm sure a lot of them are his friends because I think that the roster that he's got yeah. is amazing. No, no, definitely. And you said it's not just a guy fest. Yeah. And then in one of the episodes... Um, it, it, the whole episode was about him not inviting on enough black um, comedians, which okay. he, which he was able to address, um, mm. which was really good. So yeah, this guy's not allowed to. He's not afraid to 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 address uh, tricky topics as well. Yeah, I mean it's everything from um, he addresses things like um, stealing joke, accidentally stealing jokes from other comedians, yeah. and that trying to episode, uh, yeah. trying to set things right yeah. to. Um, sleeping with divorced women who aren't really divorced, yeah. to um, doing favours 
for his estranged father yeah. to um, trying to sleep with fans yeah. and it's like a thing where it, it, there's he goes into some very moral and questionable waters which I think you don't get to see in a lot of comedy series because it's not it's not whitewashed yeah, you know okay. and I think um, he he acts and reacts in a real way and even though he is, it is it's a fictional account of his life I'm sure I think there's a lot of heart and there's a lot of um, truth and honesty to what he does and I think that that's what makes it an even better comedy because he's not trying to uh, placate the audience I think um well, yeah. So he he was uh, with a a a woman that is that was twenty years his his junior. Mm. She did want to get pregnant. Mm. Um, he, his parents are separated. I don't think his dad's homeless and lives in a in a camper van though. Yeah. But I think his mother does actually live in in Florida because that's where all old Jews go. Um, <laughs> so because the the, the, do- the girlfriend is Jen, who's played by Nora Zetner. Uh, very exceptional she's like the fan who becomes the girlfriend and the dad's Judd Hirsch who uh, people might remember from the TV series Taxi so he hasn't been around for a little while but yeah and um, he, he, he he does have three cats yeah. and Boomer did did, did um, disappear so yeah, yeah. It, a lot of it is true but it's it's more exaggerated of him or version of himself because he is a yeah. a angry and depressed guy <laughs> <laughs> it's actually and that all comes from the fact that and that's the thing, he, he touches on mental health in a mm. way that is palatable as well because his mum suffered from anorexia and mm. obviously she projected those uh, that that disorder onto her son. Yeah. So he was always fat. And the, and the brother yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he, he was always fat in his mum's eyes. So he's got an issue with food now. And he, he's not afraid to address that. And those are important things that need to be looked at in more detail. Mm. And they always say... If, unless a celebrity has your illness or uh, or, or your ailment, mm. it's never going to get attention. Yeah. So, children of um, of anorexic people mm. would never have got as much spotlight if it wasn't for Mark Marin also experiencing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I mean that that's quite possibly true. I mean I don't know the impact of Marin in terms of social media. I mean he references uh, Twitter. And uh, Facebook quite a lot in the series, but I never saw Marin as it came out because I'm watching it like four or five years too late. But I'm sure he must have been on the pulse of a lot of things because a lot of things that he are in the series is still feel relevant today. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like it, he he's done something amazing that he hasn't time locked his um his his TV series. Yeah, like it's it, gonna age well. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna age well. Like he's not bringing up stuff like <laughs> MySpace and, and, yeah. and High Five and stuff like that. But I think the interesting thing is he has got a character who plays his assistant and um, I think that's uh, who's the actor for that? That's um, Josh Brenner. Yeah, Josh Brenner. Thanks for reminding me. And I think the age difference there because the, from what I've seen, I've only seen the first two seasons so from what I've seen this does feel like a comedy for a mature audience, not just because of the language and the content, but because of the scope of dealing with um, male midlife crisis. Uh, but there is that element that when younger characters get involved, um, the um, age difference is exacerbated a little bit. Mm. And it, I like the way that Mark Marin's old school style and character kind of gets 
a light shone on it because we get to see how things have moved on yeah. and how he's trying to keep up with trends as well. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of ironic because he's trying to keep up in a world which is moving to digital. Yeah. But at the same time, he was spearheading the charge for podcasts. Yeah. And our podcasts yeah. are, are, are massive. Yeah. So I mean, in one way, he, he's been revolutionary. Yeah. And on the other hand, he's still trying to work out like what the hell was the matter of this on? yeah like why yeah. is this guy trolling me he doesn't yeah. know me and he's saying he hates my jokes why yeah. is he here is i remember there was a wonderful episode at the end of uh, season two or near the end of season two where um he actually wanted he he kind of flirted with getting back into radio as well and he's kind of against it and he ends up meeting some old school radio professionals and he gets to hear the old war stories about the troubles that they've had and how they nearly got sacked and why they got sacked and um, he's trying to introduce one or two of them to the world of podcasting and i think um he's really touching on some themes of this idea of um there's a lot of talent out there and there's a lot of creative people but they haven't got the right platforms mm. to kind of express yeah. themselves so there's an interesting thing going yeah. on there and i think the fact that he's been on both sides of the fence of i'm a stand-up comedian and i've got a tv series I'm a, i've been on radio and i've done podcasting I've been a creative, but I've also got to have this nine to five on the side. Um, is really wonderful, and I think another one was um, that another episode was really good was um, when he gets to meet. Um, is it Ray Romano from yeah, Everybody Loves yeah, Raymond? Yeah, yeah. And he kind of half ends up becoming his assistant. He, he thinks he's becoming his friend, but he half ends up becoming his assistant. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's very clever, very poignant, mm. and I think this isn't like Ricky Gervais doing. Derek or um, what's this other show The Office um, and this isn't like Fleabag um, this is this feels like you're getting inside Mark Maron's world and that's what makes it very interesting for me as somebody who's trying to come up as a creative but also just to see what it's like on the ground on the front line you know you know what's brilliant about that that house they use for uh, Ray yeah uh, they use it two further times Okay. After that, and like okay. the way the way they integrate it is fantastic. Um, but yeah, no. I d- oh, I d- so they use the house for a different episode. Yeah, they use oh, it right. two further times. But it's not for it's not for Ray Romano's house. Yeah, in the yeah, but they, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, but they still reference it. That so oh, it's yeah. very it's very economical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like, uh, Mark will say, I've been to this house before, yeah. <laughs> and then someone else is living there. Yeah. It's really funny. But um, yeah, I definitely recommend. Uh, just just, and you know what? The, the episodes are twenty twenty. 22 minutes yeah in length each so you you find yourself going through a series pretty quickly mm-hmm. so um yeah i mean so i'm chewing on a natural i think bar. any show that's got um two actors mm. listed as playing themselves with the subtitle mark's pathetic friend and mark's other pathetic friend <laughs> yeah, i think yeah, that's yeah. got to have something going for it yeah yeah, yeah. i mean have you not watched the series at all i haven't no, okay i've so seen nothing except the trailer i think because um, there's 49 episodes in all so I think this at the moment for anyone who's not seen Mark Maron um, stand up Mark Maron stand up may take a little while to get into because he he doesn't really play for laughs he kind of plays for emotions but the Mark Maron TV series it's a more it's, it's the format simulated but the comedy is everywhere to be seen on the screen so I think he, for you Dom and also for you Akash if you haven't seen it at all, I think this is a hidden gem on Netflix just waiting to be explored and dug up because I think 
this is one of these shows that it's probably not going to get a lot of publicity in the future but I think it's just like one of the hidden gems sitting on Netflix that needs to be talked about and that's the worst thing because he he's definitely playing to an older audience in his TV series yeah but it's been shown on Netflix where Netflix is peddled to a younger audience exactly <laughs> so it's never yeah if, if, if we don't speak about it it's never going to be found yeah that's 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 the the biggest problem I think it has. Akos, do you think this is a show you can get into, or does it remind you of anything else apart from Annie Hall? Um, I'm I'm not I'm not sure. It's not Marvel. There's no explosions or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's only explosions of people's yeah. uh, emotions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens in this story. Yeah, I like this kind of uh, things, but I'm I'm not so big fan about the comedies. And yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. If Woody Allen was uh, probably 30 years younger um, I think this would be him doing this TV series and it would probably be called Alan mm. and it would just literally <laughs> be about Woody Allen's um, uh, or if Netflix existed 40 or 50 years ago this would probably be about Woody Allen and his troubles trying to get I feel like we've made. thankfully been spared that yeah <laughs> but you know what's even funnier about that is that I, I don't want to like start uh, placing all male Jewish Americans in one box, but yeah. this is this 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 series gives me the same feeling I mm. get when I watch Kirby Enthusiasm with mm. Larry David. Mm. This sort of person that's trying to uh, old school person trying to make their way in this new age, mm. but is is stuck in their ways mm. <laughs> and knows they're stuck in their ways, but clearly just doesn't care. So you know what? This yeah. is me now. Yeah. I'm too old to change. Yeah, yeah. everyone else should just adapt around me and I think for comedy writing that's really good because uh, most uh, the reason why most TV series start and continue is because they have a sense of family so there's obviously this uh, kind of Mark Maron is the main character but he's kind of become a patriarchal figure because he's got uh, this young assistant uh, played by um, keep forgetting Josh, his name Josh Bremner <laughs> so Kyle plays the young <laughs> assistant so that gives him a kind of a younger son and even though Jen's his girlfriend, he ends up spending more time mentoring, yeah. mentoring her than being her boyfriend. So that kind of gives him a daughter kind of role, and the kind of the the loose mother figures, whoever is the girlfriend or the love of his life character is at the time. So there's this kind of loose semblance of a family role, and he always goes back to making the same mistakes. So he's always trying to learn. So I think there's that kind of continuity that allows us to see his flaws over and over again in different settings. And I think that the podcast is also a a good vehicle for him to do some uh, self therapy mm. throughout the series because he he basically sums up what well, it's like Jerry Springer at the end of each show. Yeah. He basically sums up what's happened, what of what you've just watched, and he knows that he's done wrong, <laughs> but he he doesn't he hasn't come up with a strategy of how it can change in the future. He knows he's done wrong. Mm. He's admitted to it. Yeah. But God damn it, it's going to happen again. Because yeah. that's just who I am. I think it's quite clever and brave the way he interviews the the guests on mm. his show uh, who are inside the podcast, but he ends up divulging more information yeah, about exactly. himself. Yeah, yeah. So he never really actually interviews him, which is a kind of... It's a, it's a kind of running joke yeah. of the um, series as well. But I think when you watch the series, there's a lot of clever things that become the running jokes, which is like his... Um, his like a weird relationship with his cats yeah. and his inability to hold down a long term relationship 
and also his fear of his own uh, mortality as well. That's not a weird relationship with cats. People, everyone has that type of relationship with cats. Yeah, I haven't got cats, so I wouldn't know. But um, <laughs> what is weird that he, his relationship with his parents, that, that's, oh. that's funny. Oh yeah, and another running joke is that whenever he speaks to his mum while she's in Florida, she's always walking somewhere. I yeah, think that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, Marin. It's the TV series on Netflix. Go check it out. There's four seasons, 49 episodes. It's 22 minutes a pop. And um, obviously you can see it on subscription. Please don't nick it off the internet because um, we don't advocate that, obviously, here. Netflix um, only has three of the series, by the way. Oh, Netflix only has three of the series? Yeah. Okay, so... It's, uh, so you might have to nick them off the internet. <laughs> okay, so you may have to nick <laughs> yeah, one yeah. of the series. I don't yeah. know which one it is. But four, definitely four. series one to three yeah. is on... Um, is exists on Netflix. Yeah. Hopefully, season four will be acquired by them. But really, check it out. It's a it's a TV series worth waiting for. And just to validate it again, it's actually executive produced by the likes of Mark Maron, Dennis Leary, and Jim Serpico. So if you don't know who those names are, check them out, and then you can see the quality of the comedy from there. Thank you very much. So, uh, really appreciate your time, Akosh. Thank you. Uh, good to hear from you as well, Dom. Yep, you too. And great to hear from you, Malachi. Uh, you're welcome. Um, this has been Geek Sweat. You've been listening to myself, Trevor Jones, and the Geek Sweat squad. Uh, if you'd like to know more about Geek Sweat in future, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, hashtag Geek Sweat, G-W-E-K-S-W-E-A-T, and you can find our episodes online by hashtagging Geek Sweat into your Google search engine. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you again soon. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.